Welcome into another edition of the Postcast, presented by the Locked On Senators Podcast and the Gleep Central Pub. I'm Brandon Piller from the Locked On Senators Podcast, joined by at Leems Martian from Martian Media and the conduit of the streets. Merely a conduit, guys. Remember that. And if you're looking at our two mugs on this face during the postcast, I don't even need to tell you the score. You already know this has been yet another embarrassing loss. The Ottawa Senators lose 4-2 to the Columbus Blue Jackets, the only team as bad as the Senators in the Eastern Conference. And did I mention the Ottawa Senators were up 2-0 and the Columbus Blue Jackets scored four unanswered goals and that ends the game here. I mean, Martian, you could read the tea leaves and uh, Sens fans in the chats. They already know. It, like, we need to be alerting people to run to FanDuel when it's a Pilsy and Martian postcast because it's guaranteed an embarrassing loss. And normally it's an embarrassing loss at the hands of a good team a decent team, but not a team that's down bad and rebuilding and at the basement of the league where the Sens thought they were climbing out of, like the Columbus Blue Jackets. But here we are, Martian. We got to find some way to recap a 4-2 loss to these Blue Jackets. It happened to us again, Pilsy. It's you and me and brutal postcast that we have to break down these awful losses. Pilsy. I was thinking at the beginning of this game, Sens were looking nice. You know, a couple nice early power plays. You got Drew on a two-on-one with a Kachuk, sick feed, breaks in, five-hole goal. Like, we're like, oh, yeah, things are looking good. Boom, another power play. What's Kachuk doing? He's sitting in Norris's spot. He's ripping clap bombs from the top of the circle. Two-nothing Sens early. And then this team rears its ugly, really ugly head. And all of a sudden, it's it's 2-2. And Patrick Line sniping on the power play. And and we've got guys, you know, making making shots against the Sens that, you know, these guys these guys should have better net front coverage on. And next thing you know, Shabbat's giving one up in the middle. Yep. And welcome back, Thomas Shabbat. We're we're back to our old ways here, old boy. And he he, you know, he's given one up, and that's ending up in the back of the net, too, right there. So for me, it's like it's the same pattern, and then they give up four unanswered. Of course, right? I was saying it in the intermission. I was like, they need to they need to start off the second period strong, and they need to get the next goal and maybe a couple and lock it down. And what happens? The complete opposite. Columbus Blue, the Columbus Blue Jackets end up scoring two goals, a couple nice deflections, and next thing you know, it's it's four two, and that's that's ball game right there. It was it was over. By the end of the second period, there was no way you could tell there was no way they were coming back. No, it it just didn't seem that way. And I was I was like you, Martian. This team was up two nothing. Some nice goals, uh, also. And you're starting to think, okay, normally a two nothing lead, we'd be nervous about this team. But it looks like they're dominating. Like in the first five minutes of this game, the Ottawa Senators are out shooting the Columbus Blue Jackets eight nothing. They get ten shots on their first two power plays. Like even up against a team that has a really good PK like the Columbus Blue Jackets, second in the league heading into this game, you're thinking yeah. momentum is in our favor. We're working the momentum here. You get up to nothing, and 
most teams at this point would say, okay, we're up against two, nothing against a team that struggles to score in the Columbus blue jackets. Let's play a smart, tight defensive game. Let's park the bus like the New York Islanders would do or teams like that. Like let's play boring hockey, have good gap control and really kind of win those puck battles and be an aggressive team that's able to control the puck and not give it away. But the Ottawa senators just do a terrible job here. And if you would have told me that the Ottawa Senators outshoot the Columbus Blue Jackets 43 to 23, 20 more shots, wow. I wouldn't have believed you because you're looking at a team that just gave up four unanswered goals. And we mentioned in today's podcast, uh, Martian, one of the keys to the game is have a good second period. So we're sitting yeah. at the end of the first, tied 2 2, like you talked about. And you're saying, okay, this is the Sens kryptonite right here, the second period. Are they going to be able to bounce back after losing all that momentum, being up to nothing, and now it's tied 2-2? Or are they going to crumble and allow quick, easy goals to happen? Now, mind you, I don't I don't know if I'm sitting here blaming Corpus Allo because no, like, a lot of those goals are tips. And the one, there's a good screen by Jenner in front and then Patrick Laine. If you get a screen and a Patrick Laine shot, that's hard to stop. But at the same time, too, Martian, like, we're a hashtag goalie-friendly show, but... I really thought Corpus Allo was going to come in here first time playing the Columbus Blue Jackets ever, and it's back in Columbus. I thought he was going to be lights out. It's a big emotional game for him, but I mean, it, this he is didn't really do that though. great. Only 19 saves. Yeah, but this is one of those ones. I, Corpus Allo is one of those goalies, and I think we all know this, right? Like the more shots he gets, the better. Yeah, that's he kind a good of point. Is, right? So at the beginning of the game, like the Sens were completely dominating the shot clock. I think at the start of the game, the first ten minutes it was like ten to two to Ottawa, right? So, you know, Corpus Allo wasn't getting as many um, as as much action as he probably would have preferred, yeah. um, and he did look. I thought highly engaged, especially in the first period when, you know, he was making the saves that he was making, he was doing what he was doing. Um, but obviously like, you know, the end of the second period kind of, or first period kind of fell apart on him a little bit, but he, he was looking like he was, was, you know, going to be putting in a really strong effort, but not getting those shots for him. I think he just needs to be one of those goalies. He's, you know, seeing more rubber. And meanwhile, on the other side, Merz Leakins was getting absolutely peppered and he's the same kind of goalie, right? He settled into that game because at the start, I was like, holy crap, he looks tired. Like he's flopping around out there. There was that one big scramble in front where Kubelik had all day with the pot. Yeah. And he decided to rip it right away instead of, you know, dusting it off a little bit and then just, and then letting it go from there. But, you know, there's, there's moments like that where, you know, Merzlikens, he's getting peppered and all of a sudden he's, he's, he's settling into Spilling the game. It. And- comfortable yeah. and now he's feeling it and now you can't get anything by him so it was the it was the complete opposite on both ends on that in that front and both those goalies i think would prefer to get more shots than less i mean those are columbus blue jackets goalies they're used to uh, yeah. having a lot of rubber early on right and yeah you- but at the same time we can't say anything right now as the senators i mean well, i mean they only allowed 23 shots or whatever it was but um, you know, send the sends aren't, aren't by any means like a defensive dynamo either. No, but Martian typically at, at least, uh, from what I remember and kind of feel like the Ottawa centers do a good job out shooting or at least not getting dominated in the shot count. Right. And yeah. like you're saying, maybe that's a disservice to a guy like Corpus Allo that's used to facing a lot of shots with a weaker decor. But the thing is Martian, I feel like when Corpy's not getting a lot of shots, he tries to get in the game by playing the puck. 
And he was a contributor to that second goal. Like he tries to uh, shoot it, wrap it around the boards when there's no play there. There's only a Columbus Blue Jackets player. He kind of gets a muffin on it. The Columbus Blue Jackets player is easily able to hug against the board, stop it. And then the Blue Jackets cycle it. And then, like you mentioned, Shabbat, kind of classic Shabbat in his own zone, kind of messing around with it in his skates. The Columbus Blue Jackets player gets it, slings it on net. Corby's not ready for it. Boom, you got a tie game 2-2 right there. So that's the issue is I feel like Corpus Allo needs to be getting those shots. And if he's not, then he starts playing the puck to try to get engaged in the game. And I think Sens fans are, Sens fans are pretty united in saying that we're a little iffy and get a little nervous when Corpus Allo decides to try to play the puck. Definitely. He's had, he's had moments throughout this whole season where like, you, you, you know, he makes you nervous as soon as he goes back there. So that's never a good thing. And I mean, the Sens have a deep history of goalies who are terrible at playing the puck. I mean, we love Craig Anderson and goalie friendly show Pilsy, but like, I mean, Craig Anderson was scary playing the puck as, as much as any goalie, but I think he was just better at kind of just staying in his net uh, a lot of the time when he did come out, it became an adventure, but he wasn't out a lot. So it was fun. But with Corpus Allo, he's just like he's a bit of an adventurer out there, right? He likes to get involved with that stuff. And we saw that big mishap a couple games ago where he, you know, last game, I think. he was It was a week ago, so it's hard to tell. But, um, you know, th- he was slapping at Brandstrom to, to yeah. come back and get the puck. Um, there's a lot of miscommunications that are happening when the goaltenders are going to play the puck right now. And, and that's a very scary situation because that leaves the net wide open, obviously. So... Uh, not what the Sens are needing uh, out of Corpus Allo when it comes to like playing the puck. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, and I mean, maybe like I'm starting to think like Corpus Allo is used to having kind of weaker decors over in Columbus, so maybe he feels the need that he needs to play the puck, kind of act like a third defenseman. But it takes time to build that chemistry with your D uh, and kind of have them understand how you like to play the puck, where they like to be, the rhythm yeah. of it all. So, you know, maybe it's something that takes time, but. This guy's signed to a five-year deal, Martian, so <laughs> there's going to be time to figure that out, and hopefully it gets figured out here as we're talking about a 4-2 loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Ottawa Senators now on a three-game losing streak after coming back from Sweden, and the Sweden trip remains true to its pattern. You end up doing well in Sweden. The Sens take four points out of four in two games over there. Then they come home and now the skid starts happening. I don't know. The roads are icy and they're going right down that ice, right down the hill Martian and they remain in the bottom of the Eastern Conference here and I don't know what we're going to do Martian. We're going to try to pick out some Sens Central standouts when we come back from the break here but it's slim pickings when it comes to standouts for a Martian and Pillsy postcast, unfortunately. But the one thing I know can bring positivity and good vibes, it's the Glebe Central Pub, of course. The pub that sponsors this postcast right here. They love Senators hockey so much that they're doing whatever they can to bring Sens fans to Sens games. They got the Sens bus coming from the Glebe Central Pub. Head to the pub early, get a couple drinks in, get your dinners in, and then you're able to go to the game. Our producer, Ross, has pulled up the Glebe Central Pub we're website. Gonna, we're going to be doing it on uh, one of these days here. It's I think it's, it's December 7th, the Thursday. Ross will be around, and I think I will be as well. So Glebe Central Pub is going to be busy that night, I think. 
Yeah, it's going to be bumping, especially Martian, because that's a home game up against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So we got to have as many Sens fans getting out there as possible. So go to the Glebe Central Pub, get the vibes of the GCP in the heart of the Glebe, 779 Bank Street. Get your drinks in, get your dinner in, take the bus. Sue knows all the best ways to get to the rink. If there's traffic, she'll pull it out onto the fields. She'll put the four-wheel drive onto the bus, and she'll get past that traffic, and you'll get to the game in no time. So go to the Gleep Central Pub website. Check out all the games. You can see it here that they have the shuttle for it. There's no better vibes than the shuttle. And then the shuttle takes you right back to the pub after the game where you can celebrate a victory, hopefully. So check it out today, guys, at Gleep Central Pub. This episode is also brought to you by FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And it's also North America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers in the U.S. can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. That's where you can do parlays that have spreads, player props, over-unders. You can bet on hockey, football, basketball, college football, whatever you like. You can find it on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. A big Sunday coming up here as NFL gets closer to the playoffs. So get in on the action with the best sports book, FanDuel. All right, Martian. I was giving the all right pillsy a try there. I don't know if that, I don't know if it's <laughs> it doesn't the same way. way. No, it doesn't feel the same, eh? Well, <laughs> the reason it doesn't feel the same, Martian, is because Ross and I, we've done 929 of these episodes. And usually we don't have to have the narrative of how are we going to talk about how much this team sucks again? And we've been through some tough rebuild years. But Martian, it seems like every time I'm driving the bus and you're sitting shotgun, this is the narrative we have to have. And people in the chat, I'm sorry. I don't want to do this to you. We don't want to be here doing this. I thought this was going to be the game where we snapped that curse, Martian. Me too, I, I was feeling good, especially when it got up to 2 nothing. I was on my high horse. I was pouring my rum and Cokes extra strong, getting ready to celebrate, looking for those green numbers in FanDuel. And the Ottawa Senators go from 2 nothing ultimately, to a 4-2 loss. We don't even get the loser point. That's how much losers we are right now, Martian. I would love a loser point right now. Like all the other teams in the Atlantic Division are getting, the Senators can't even do that for us. And he- here's where I'll throw it to you, Martian, because uh, maybe I'm, uh, I got two hands on the wheels too long here and I got to hit the exit ramp. But this Ottawa Senators team cannot keep squandering opportunities to get back on the right track. Like this was an opportunity, albeit on the road, but you're up against a Columbus Blue Jackets team that comparative roster wise on paper, you got to be beating this team. If you think you have any chance here, where does this rank in the losses of this season? Because I think the fact that it, it, adds to the skid of coming home from Sweden and is the team, the only team that's as bad as you right now. And the Ottawa Senators aren't able to do it. And I here's where I'll, here's where I'll finally pass off to you. Should this team have been more frustrated about this loss? Like I was normally I shut the, the game off right after because I don't care to see the like handshakes and, and the hugs and all that. But this time I was like, I'm going to hang on and I want to see how pissed off this team is. Nobody's upset. Everybody's just going to the room. All right, we'll we'll do it again tomorrow. We're comfortable with being losers. Like, 
is that an issue for you, Sens fans in the chat? Like, how frustrating is that to see no emotion after this kind of a loss? Yeah, it's a big issue. I don't know if they're going back into the room and snapping so they're not doing it in front of the cameras. I would yeah. hope so, Pilsy. But a couple things, right? They were up in this game 2 nothing, And so that like they, they came in, I think, with the right mindset. And then it, it's it's a common theme where they just they let it get away from them and then they slump. It's like yep. after that second goal, as soon as it was 2-2, I was like, this team is emotionally damaged by this right now. So that's that's one thing about this right there. But the level of comfortability with this group of guys right now in the locker room, I feel like, you, I mean, you're, you're talking about them not showing emotion after a loss like this, and and now they're what? Eight, what is it? Eight and eight and ten. It's a horrible record for what this group should have accomplished at this point. This is a team that they're up against. That, like you said, they're the bottom of the barrel. So you got to be able to beat these guys on a, on you know most nights, and to not be able to do it on the one that you know really truly matters for them at the end of the day. It's like, boys, wake the. F- Frig up, right? It's like they, they, they really do need to wake up because there's guys on this team who are just complete passengers. I'm looking at, you know, there's like, and and Sanderson, I don't think had a great night tonight. And I think it had a lot to do with him having to play that right side. And we can get into that if you want. But it's just like, there's only a few guys who are really pumping this season. And it's, it's, this, it's the guys you expect it to be, right? It's like, it's Kachuk, it's Stutzel, it's Sanderson, Drew here and there. And then, you know, Chickering got off to a good start, but he's kind of slowed down quite a bit, I find, too. Yep. And then, But then after that, it's like you look to the secondary guys, like Batherson and Norris. Kubalik is especially like in the hot seat right now. Zero, yeah. He's a zero he's right nothing. now. Nothing. And then, and then, you know, you got Tarasenko, who, who started off hot as well, but now he's stuck with playing with Rourke Chartier as his centerman. It's yeah. like... You know, like, what, what are you expecting out of him when that's the case? So, like, he's not going to be able to do anything, and he's on the third line. It's like there's something that needs to change with the dynamic of the team where, like, these secondary guys start feeling themselves a little bit because I don't understand why they're not able to produce the way they all have in the past, especially guys like Norris and, and Batherson. Those are probably the two I'd point to the most. Yeah, I was expecting more from Norris. He was my locked-on player. He did have seven shots, but I was expecting a little more. Uh, Producer Ross, can you can you go to the league standings for me? League standings. Entire league. We can see Ottawa's at the bottom here. And this, this is what I want to point out to you guys. So in the NHL tonight, there are two games. The Ottawa Senators played a game. And do you see that team at the bottom there, 32nd of 32nd, the San Jose Sharks? They also played a game. The Ottawa Senators lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets, the team 26th overall. The San Jose Sharks beat the New Jersey Devils 6-3 to tonight. The worst team in the NHL doubled up on a good team in the East. And the Ottawa Senators lost to, if you're looking right here, to the only other worst team in the East in the Columbus Blue Jackets. And they got doubled up on 4-2. to that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And I, I was looking at the games tonight, and I was like, okay, the Sens are going to get a win, and the Sharks are going to get a lose, a, a, get a loss. And th- this is where we are. The Ottawa Senators can't even beat the 26th best team, and the worst team, 32nd team in the league, is getting wins. 
Yeah. And they, they have, what was it, Pilsy, 15 games this month, now 14 left, I, I believe, if, if that's yes. not the case. And they just blew the first one. And they've got and that was supposed to be the gimme. That was supposed to be the all right, get here's a cookie. Here's start. a cookie to get December off to the right start. Yep. Yeah, and they they failed to do it. And and who knows? They're coming back home tomorrow. They could win tomorrow and all of a sudden they could start the train here. But if they don't, that's I mean, that's it. That's curtains. Like they it, if they go the next five, six games and they don't they don't win at least half of them, they're completely toast, Bills. Yeah, and it's so early on in the season. And I like last game was embarrassing loss up against Florida Panthers. People said, Pilsy, you gotta be hitting that panic button. Everybody's smashing that panic button. Uh I I will tell you, I don't know, I don't know if I'm able to share Ross. Am I able to share my screen? I want to I want to <laughs> show what I'm doing here. Okay, yeah, yeah here we are. Can you see that? I I'm going to order a panic button. That's where I'm at. Like I, I I need the physical panic button so that I can order it because this is just getting out of control here, and I, I I'm ready to hit the panic button very early. Like once it comes in, I'm probably hitting that panic button right away, and uh, we're gonna have that all ready to show because everybody is getting on me, being like, "Pillsy's not gonna hit it the panic button until game 81. He's holding on too long. Pillsy preaching patience is going on too long." But I just like this was a scheduled win. We talk about schedule losses. This is one I had pegged on the calendar, a scheduled win, and a game you need to win to get yourself out of the basement and to get yourself in a good position to start uh, December. Now you've got a second half of back-to-back up against the Seattle Kraken team that also hasn't had a great season. They've been kind of squandering things. Joey Decord, we love our guy Joey, but it's been a rough go for him so far, and that's a team I would also look at being like, okay, that's a team down bad. The Ottawa Senators can hopefully uh, beat up on them. And no, I, I have so little hope that that's going to happen. That's where I'm at right now. And is Decor going to get the start? He he might. Uh, Grubauer hasn't been great. They've been giving Joey a lot of starts here. Like Joey was starting consistent games, like not just as a backup, yeah. but at, like as their guy for a bit. It didn't go well for him, unfortunately, but. Yeah, this is brutal. And now we're getting peer pressured into doing the tankathon spins. That's what, like, we haven't even done our standouts yet, Bills. We haven't even done the standouts. And this is with the direction we're heading. <laughs> like, the, when the chat is most excited just for the spins, that's when you know you're in trouble. Seventh overall there, sticking at seven. Uh, I, I I don't know what I'll do if this is this is where we yeah, end. It's only got Columbus gets the first overall pick there. Yeah, but you know what's even worse is okay. It, we'll take that. Boom. Stop it there. The thing they'll do this, is they'll, they'll get hot. You know what? When it's too late, the Sens will get hot, and then they, they won't make the playoffs, and they'll end up drafting fifteenth. So this is whole. This is pointless. I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not on board with the tankathon one bit. I get it out of my face. <laughs> Yeah, okay. We got the second over. Oh, there it is. Okay. Okay. How many spins was that? That was like 11 spins. Um, Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I'm just at a point now where how someone that has to do a daily podcast about the Ottawa Senators for the rest of the year, like how how are we going to get through this? Like this is not what we expected at all. It's going to be hard, Pills. It's not going to be easy. 
but we've got the people with us, so we're 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 gonna be fine. Everything. Thankfully, we've got the people with us because this is this is just an absolute joke. Joke. Like I I feel like people usually know me as positive pills. Yeah, I try to find spin zones. I try to be patient. I try to say it's it's gonna get better, but. Like what? Where would there be any faith in believing that it's going to get better when you're losing four two to the Columbus Blue Jackets like this? Uh, I have no belief that it's going to get better at this point. They've given me no reason to believe. Uh, like I like we were talking about earlier, there's just guys who are being passengers, and there's players who aren't performing, and there's coaching decisions that are questionable, and there's line changes that are happening that probably are also questionable, and. At this point, if you're looking at this team and you're not already doubting them, then you are just uh, blind to what's <laughs> actually happening here. Because yeah. to me, it looks a lot like every other season that we've seen over the last five seasons. And so far, everything's just going right to plan. You know, the stability thing's really working out for us. Yeah, um, everything's everything's great. Everything's fine. We're we're just living the dream. It's 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 really fun. This is our life as Sens fans. And yeah. Go ahead. Uh, just to uh, go with producer Ross's tweet here, locked on centers at Sens Central, give them a follow, maybe a like and a subscribe. NHL teams that have made a head coaching change this season. Edmonton, 6-3-0 since. Plus 11 goal differential. Minnesota, the team Ottawa, the last team the Ottawa Senators have a win against is 2 0 0 plus seven goal differential. Like at this point, like I've been a very, again, I'll say I've been a patient guy. I try to trust the process and I've been saying, look, you can't fire a coach just for change sake of change. The new GM is going to want to bring in a new guy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if the Ottawa senators don't make a coaching change soon, that to me is telling the fan base that they are comfortable and willing and are going to go through with punting this season yeah because the Edmonton Oilers and Minnesota Wild those teams those franchises especially Edmonton are in positions where they're like we cannot afford to punt this season the Ottawa Senators are telling their fan base right now we can afford to punt this season it's only been six straight losing seasons what's one more for Sens fans they can bear this they can handle this whereas Edmonton and Minnesota are saying we can't have this. This is unacceptable. And I'd be at this point, I'm willing to make change just for sake of change, just to show that at least this team actually cares about winning and isn't as comfortable as losing as they showed tonight in Columbus. This team is this franchise is too okay with losing. Yeah. I mean, you said it, but like that's the thing, right? These guys are Michael Anlauer and Steve Steos and this group, they're new to the team. So they don't feel the the past pain that we've all been through, no. right? It's like this is their first year. So for them, I don't I really hope that that's not the way they're thinking. I really don't think it is uh, at this point. But you know, if 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 they're thinking about not fire if they're not thinking about firing the coach at this point where where we're currently at, that's a huge, you know, you said it like they're punting the season essentially because that's they're not going to win. They're not going to no. win without changing anything. They have been winning. Yeah, I know. And it, this is what it, we're going to be. It's going to. This is going to be our record. Like you know, they're going to be a 500 team if they just keep keep it going the way they've been going. They have I mean, to, five, 500 team if they're lucky, Martian. Yeah, I mean, they're eight and ten right now, so they're below 500. Yeah. It, it, they could easily keep this exact pace going. 
And that's the thing. Like, I understand it. at the end of the day, this is a business, right? You you don't want to fire DJ Smith, pay DJ Smith not to coach you, hire a new coach, and then you hire a new GM. And then that GM says, well, this is my guy. So you fire that coach. Now you're paying two coaches not to coach for you and a coach to actually coach for you. But like, sometimes that's what you have to do to move forward. Like, you can't just keep letting it slide and slide and slide. Yeah, like look at the look at the Minnesota Wild. Perfect example. They could have said, "There's no way we're buying out two players and having 14 million dollars in cap space." That's the dumbest thing ever. But they're like, "We're willing to have this. We're willing to make this sacrifice to have a couple years of pain because we know the plan moving forward is going to get us to the next level." It just seems like the Ottawa Senators are not willing to have that short term pain to get to that level. Doesn't it? Like if they if they don't hire a new coach to stop the bleeding now, yeah, that's what they're. That's the direction yeah, this team I, is I, is leading us. That's definitely the way people are going to perceive it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's completely valid. Pills. Should we do yeah. our standouts? <laughs> yeah, I mean we can, we can get to our standouts here. Um, yeah, you you can start things off, Martian. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and. There's, this is an easy choice because he's the only guy on the team who had two points tonight, but it was and it was all in the first period. So I don't want to talk about what he did after the first period, but mainly, you know, the, the first period, Brady Kachuk got the sense off to a nice start here tonight. You know, one goal, one assist. Yep. It was a beauty goal too. We don't see Brady rip it like that that often. Yeah, and the assist was nice too, Pills. That you know, that nice feed on the two on one. He he put whoever that defenseman was in a complete blender with that pass. Like just completely handcuffed them. I don't know if it went through his legs or through the triangle, ended up in uh Drew's stick. He goes, you know, forehand, backhand, fake, shell, or you know, between the legs. And then, you know, the goal, Pillsy. Like you said, that's usually like a Josh Norris special there where he's just completely clap bombing it. We're used to seeing Brady score goals from the goal mouth. You know, banging in rebounds, get a couple of extra whacks at it and, and getting it in there. And on this one, he goes, you know, top, top shelf, one timer from like the middle of the circle, which is not the typical uh, Brady Kachuk goal. So I yeah. thought he had a good first period and, and that was a bit of captainship from him. But I would have really liked to see the rest of the team kind of fall suit with the stuff that he was up to. Yeah, that's the thing. Usually you have Brady Kachuk uh, leading the way here and, uh, He's not able to lead enough guys into battle to make a difference here, but uh, we can lead in our producer, Ross, for a quick second, just to get a different opinion than Marsha and I, who are losers that talk about losing. Let's see if Ross can change things up a bit here. Welcome in. Locked on Senators co-host, Ross Levitan. Oh, boys, I, th- I think my name does it justice. No, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I heard uh, Marshy talking about captain, but I just saw pilot shit over and over again. Three straight losses. Like, what are we? What are we doing here? Like, this is the Columbus Blue Jackets. We're not talking <laughs> about the, the '76 Canadians here. This is the Columbus Blue Jackets. And what bothers me too is that the Senators deteriorate into a debacle, Pilsy, all the time. They're just like, oh. We're frustrated. We're just going to start punching you guys. Like, there's no resolve to be like, hey, why don't we realize we're down two goals to a bad team? The game's not over. Instead, they're, they're more invested in trying to get the, the ounce of flesh or the pound of flesh or the blood. And it's so tiring. 
try to score more than one. Still, like, Pilsy, we've stopped even talking about it. It's been so long. But one power play goal again, and then yep. nothing else for the rest of the game. And they have five and, attempts tonight. And the Columbus and how, how about Blue Columbus? How about Columbus? How'd Columbus do, Pils? I, I was just going to say, and the Columbus Blue Jackets, a team that is checks notes 26th in the league and power play percentage goes a perfect two for two on the night. Now, Ross, uh, a lot of the time we have guests on the show and we like, uh, would you be able to move your phone horizontally? It's, it's just better for the picture. We want you to look as good as possible. No, nothing looks <laughs> good about this game. He won't do it. Won't I'll put it upside do down. <laughs> the left side of my screen, as you can see right over here, that that's how I am right here. No, we can't see that. If you would turn your phone, though, just uh, if you turn your phone, that would work. Like that, right? <laughs> no. You want me like this? Or do you want me like this? <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I'll let you go. I got I, I got to run. I love the content. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, that's, <laughs> that third guy who's usually on with you, he stinks, so don't bring him back. But uh, everyone in the chat, we vent or vibe on the postcast, and it is truly remarkable how you guys haven't quit on us like we've all quit on the team. This is officially the Send Central Therapy Group presented by the Postcast, not the other way around. Love you, boys. Love everyone in the chat. And I will talk to you tomorrow after the Senators beat the Seattle Kraken. Joey, we're coming for you, buddy. All right. That was Ross Levitan, producer Ross Knight, the voice of Winnipeg. Uh, definitely... It's nice to get him to hop in here. I was just giving him a hard time. Usually when we have guests on the show, they always have their phone straight up. So we always get him to tilt it. So I was trying to get uh, get him to tilt this phone there. But uh, he's, 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 he wouldn't even do it. He's, he's too, too big. He's too big time. Like he's all of a sudden the voice of Winnipeg. He's covering Jets games and uh, doesn't, doesn't have the, uh, the manners to turn his phone over when he joins the Locked On Centers podcast. But that's fine. Um, I'm glad everybody enjoyed Ross coming in as well because Ross, it's it, it must be nice, Martian, when you can just see a scheduled loss on the calendar and you're like, you know what, I, I, I'm gonna get the boys to do this one. It, it's like it's like taking the penalty and you're never killing penalties, but you're like, ah, I'll let Martian and Pilsy kill this penalty. And when it's the power play, when we got a five on three, put me in, coach. Yeah, he's he's in there for the wins. Um, but you know, this one was, a, this one was a scheduled, like he, he knew he wasn't going to be here. We knew we would be here. So we knew it was going to be a loss. That's why it was a scheduled loss. Cause you look at the Columbus blue jackets and you think Sen should be able to handle that. Yeah. Now every other team is going to look at Ottawa in that way. You if know, they don't already Martian teams Wait, have to that- play their backup goalies against the sense. You just took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say, go I wouldn't be surprised if, 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 you know, you start seeing a lot more of that even this season, right? Like, you know, last few seasons, you get it. They're a rebuilding team. You throw yeah. in your backup. That makes sense. Now it's like, now it's an insult almost. But it's not even insulting Martian. Cause you're like, well, that's smart. Like if I was an opposing team, I'd be like, okay, maybe give the star player a load management game, get the backup goalie in, get his average up a little, have him feeling good for the next back to back. Like, that's what you should be doing up against a team that is as embarrassing and cannot muster up any sort of success. It's, it seems. And now like Martian, I was thinking December that this is going to be good for the senators, the long stretch in between games. I didn't feel like really kind of suited them clearly, but 
now you're going into December where it's bang, bang, quick games. Like there's hardly any days off. Like this team is going to be in a lot of pain if, it, if these losses keep piling up and then it's just like, okay, we'll do it again tomorrow. I think we're going to know exactly what they are in the next five, six games. That's what yeah. my benchmark is right now. Like if, if they rip off five in a row, okay, I'm maybe going to start believing again. If, if they lose all of them, maybe except two games, something like that. And then you're like, well, they're, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're done. Like that would be the end of it. So next five, six games are extremely crucial in my opinion, um, because they, if they put themselves, you know, four or five games below 500, um, you know, after the next five, six games, that's curtains, baby. That's the end. We've seen it a hundred times. They'll, they'll, they can play as well as they want. They can go on a huge tear. Um, it'll be almost impossible to come back into the playoff picture at that point, especially in the East right now. Like, I don't know what it is. East teams are just winning games. So it's like, it's it, like in the Western conference, it would be a lot easier right now with the current records of the teams that are involved. But for the Sens right now, they're, they're in the toughest conference. They're in arguably the best division in the league right now. So um, they're dealing with, you know, teams that are hard to win against. So they're going to have to start figuring it out. And if they don't, we'll know soon. And then we're going to have to just go through the same cycle that we went through last season and hope for the best in 2024, 2025. <laughs> we're not even in 2024 yet. And we're we're looking ahead to the uh, October 2024. And look, you, can, you can't make the playoffs in December, but the Senators have shown you can be out of the playoffs by December. And this is something that is all too familiar for Sens fans here. Martian, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even going to go with the, with a standout. Like I, like Drew had a decent game, gets the goal, has, has good face off percentage, but I don't, I don't feel inclined to, to give him a standout here as this is just another embarrassing effort up against uh, a team that, has no business doubling up the Ottawa Senators. Oh, positive Pillsy is gone. No, not pessimistic Pillsy. Pessimistic Pillsy's here. So it's there's no standout. No, I I don't no, not really. Like a, a honorable mention to Claude Giroux, but there's no standout here. Like this, this is just unacceptable to be up two nothing and lose four two like this. It's like we talked about, like who is this team going to beat if they can't beat the Columbus Blue Jackets when they're up two nothing? I don't know. I don't know, Pills. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know who they're going to beat. We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> this team may never win again, but we're in trouble. Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, I know I say it all the time, and, and it might sound sound corny the more I say it, but. Having 350 people in the postcast to be able to vent to, at least it feels like it matters. And I'm not the only one that's sitting at home waiting all day for a Sens fan, thinking it's going to boost my mood and then crumbling down. And then, Martian, you better believe it. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to say I'm ready to be hurt again because the Ottawa Senators are back at it against the Seattle Kraken. And normally I would say at least they're at home. That's a good sign. No, the Ottawa Senators are absolute trash at home recently since coming back. So, and Pillsy, is it is it you and I tomorrow or me and Ross? Is it you I didn't want to. Oh, 
I didn't want to tell the people it was you and I, Martian, because I'm trying to tease. I'm trying to. I'm trying to entice people to come to the postcast next game. But if they know it's you and I, people are going to be like, "Well, chalk that up as a loss." You know what? I'll tell you right now. Go to Fanduel. Yes. Go to Fanduel and play. I was going to say exactly. You know, you know what to do. It's me and Pillsy tomorrow night in the postcast. So I think we all know how that's going to end up. Yeah, adjust yourselves accordingly. And please don't leave us hanging tomorrow. Like, I mean, I know it's Saturday night. We've all got better things to do. But, I mean, it'll be a fun postcast no matter what. I Hopefully they just pull it off for us and we can celebrate pills. Oh, that would be so nice. And, yeah, I, I'm – you know what? I don't want to be this cynical pills. You guys, you guys know me. Usually I'm the positive guy. But what am I supposed to do? Like, I, like it's – I can't – tap dance up here and pretend like everything's okay. People are already are getting at me thinking I'm delusional. I haven't hit the panic button yet. So I'm falling down. I'm falling down. I'm falling into the pit, into the ring of fire with the rest of y'all. So here we are. And as we say, you locked on centers podcast postcast. We vibe or we vent. And we're venting. Thank you for allowing us to have this therapy session. Thank you for joining us guys. And We'll do it all again tomorrow as the Ottawa Senators host the Seattle Kraken at the Canadian Tire Center. But for myself, Brandon Pillar, for at Leems Martian, merely a conduit of the streets, we thank you for joining in to another postcast presented by our folks over at the Glebe Central Pub, the GCP, where the vibes are always good. Go check them out at 779 Bank Street. Thank you all, 330 of you, for being in the postcast. It means the world to us that we're not here alone misery loves company sense fans are the best the sense may suck but sense fans and the sense community is the best we love all you guys thank you for joining us so this has been another edition of the postcast presented by the locked on senators podcast and the gleep central pub have a good night everyone go sends go question mark and we'll see you in the postcast tomorrow it's the locked on senators podcast your team every day